0: Welcome to Crop Sense, presented by North Carolina Cooperative Extension. I'm Jacob Morgan, a field crops agent with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. Today we have Dr. Rachel Van, soybean specialist with North Carolina State University. Good morning, Dr. Van, and welcome back.
1: Jacob, thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: I know you have been doing a lot of research with soybean planting dates over the last few years. Can you talk a little bit about the scope of that research you've been doing?
1: All across the United States, there's been a lot of energy in investigating earlier soybean planting dates. If you look across the U.S., it used to be that most growers would plant their corn before they plant soybeans. But now there's been a lot of research showing that considerable yield gains can be made when soybeans are planted earlier than they historically have been. And so we're seeing a shift all across the U.S. And when I got into this position five or six years ago, one of the top priorities from the growers was to see more research on diverse soybean planting dates, especially earlier planting dates. Although I will say our program has been really dedicated to trying to do research across the wide range of planting dates that we have in North Carolina which span from mid to late March, all the way out into mid to late July. So we've been really investigating production practices across a wide range of planning dates in our small plots to represent what growers are doing across the state.
0: So historically, May 1st through June 10th has been thought of as the optimum planning window. Can you talk about what your research has shown over the past few years?
1: Absolutely. So, yes, Dr. Dumphy had the optimum planning period for North Carolina soybeans defined as May 1 to June 10. And one of the reasons that we thought this needed revisiting was because we have new genetics, the genetic turnover in soybeans is really rapid in terms of of new variety release. And also our growers are managing soybeans more aggressively. So we needed to revisit what is our optimal planting period. And that's been one of the goals of the research that we've been doing over the past now five years. And If you look at our data all across the state of North Carolina, if you're going to define one optimal planting date, it would be about April 20 to about May 20, if you look at our data set. Now, there's some regional variability, and we do explore that a bit in our data set. But if we were just to redefine one optimal planting period for North Carolina soybeans, we'd be shifting it earlier, about 10 days and also shifting it up about 20 days from what it was in terms of the cutoff of June 10. And the reason for that is in our data set, we're starting to see soybean yield declines when you push past about the third week of May, uh, very consistently across that data set. So I don't think with our more aggressive genetics and more aggressive management that we can push out into mid-June anymore without seeing some yield decline in our environment.
0: Now, we've all heard stories of growers planting soybeans in late March and having great success. Can you talk about what your research has shown thus far with regards to planting in March and the first half of April?
1: Sure. So one of the big priorities with this planting date data set we've been generating is to see How soybeans across North Carolina perform in really early planting situations, which I would define as planted before the middle of April, and also what the optimum production practices in terms of seeding rate or maturity group seed treatment would be to use in those really early planting dates. And what we have found in our research is that often, particularly in the coastal plain and the Piedmont, we've seen a yield penalty of planting before mid-April compared to planting at more moderate full season planting dates of April 20 to May 20. And I think that is unexpected for a variety of reasons, but here's some of the risks that we've seen play out over the past four years that we've been doing this research. When you're in those really early planting situations, we've seen that we can have differing levels of pest pressure. So we see different levels of early season insect pressure in those really early planted beans, like pressure from kudzu bugs or bean leaf beetles, volume of insect pressure. We don't see at more moderate full season planting dates. We can see cooler wetter conditions, intensify seedling diseases at those really early planting dates. That's why our, Research shows you need to use fungicidal seed treatment when you're planting before mid-May. We've investigated that in small plots. We have seen cold conditions impact the beans, but only at a few sites cosmetically and only at one site did we see significant stand loss as a product of cold conditions that was in Yadkin County out towards the mountains where we lost about 30% of the stand one year when those beans were planted in late March. But I think a surprising outcome of this research has been that early season frost and freeze injury has really been one of the minimal risks that we've encountered. The larger risks have been varying early season pest pressure and then I think one of the largest risks that's holding back our yield in those really early planting dates in the coastal plain in the Piedmont is that those beans are not getting large amounts of vegetative growth before they move into reproductive development. When you're planting that early, especially when you're using an earlier maturing variety, those beans can be flowering by the middle of May. And they haven't had the temps to push vegetative growth on those more sub or medium optimal soil types. And they're just not getting the vegetative growth that a full season planting of April 20 to May 20 is getting before moving into reproductive development. And we've seen that holding back yield consistently across four years in our environment. The last risk I'll talk about into planting before mid-April, particularly when you're using an earlier maturing variety, is seed quality issues on the back end of the season. And that happens when physiological maturity coincides with warm, wet conditions that we often experience in August and September. It can drive things like phomopsis, purple seed stain, issues that can cause dockage at the elevator. So I think those are some of the risks. I would say, in summary, if you look at our data set, we're seeing yield penalty often before planting in mid April, unless you're in the Blacklands and watch the yield penalty of planting early is less pronounced than it is in other parts of the state. But I will emphasize that planting that early is no more risky from a yield perspective than planting in mid June. We've often seen like a double crop. Planting and those really early plantings provide similar yields in, in some of the regions of the state. So I would say it's in co- complex, but I wouldn't assume across all our acres that growers are going to have a yield benefit of planting before mid April. I think most of the time there will actually be a yield penalty. Now, in the best fields where the beans are going to encounter limited stress or out in the blacklands, We've seen flexibility with planting, you know, in the first two weeks of April and still maintaining high yield. So there's a bit of variability in how beans respond to early planting dates based on production situation and region of the state, historical weather, et cetera.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the replant coverage date as far as it goes with soybeans?
1: So one of the big goals of this research that we really worked hand in hand with the NC Soybean Producers Association on was to get the risk management agency early replant coverage date moved earlier in the calendar year. So in 2022 and before, at least in recent years, the early replant coverage date for soybeans was April 21st across much of the state. And April 15th out in the black lands in the Northeast. Well, some growers were planting earlier than that or had the desire to plant earlier than that if that was a good rotational fit or if they were in parts of the state or in fields where they could realize yield gains from planting that early. And so we worked closely with the risk management agency to see what type of data would need to be generated to move the replant coverage date earlier in the calendar year. And they use this data set we're discussing today to move the early replant coverage date to April 1st across the state of North Carolina. So that just means that growers, if they're planting now in the first few weeks of April, have replant coverage through the federal government if, if so they choose. And so the re- early replant coverage date is April 1st. I will again emphasize based on our data set, planting that early first couple of weeks of April is not a good fit on our all our soybean acres in the state to maximize yield. But if you look at our data set, planting that early is no more risky than planting in mid-June, which is covered. And that's one of the ways we were able to get this state moved up.
0: In a lot of cases, it seems as though soybeans are considered a placeholder the most forgiving and therefore the least thought of of our crops because of this soybeans are usually planted last and this can stretch far into June even for full season beans. Can you talk about the importance of getting soybeans planted on time and when that cutoff would be?
1: It's a great question. And I will just emphasize that I think there's really been a shift in priority of soybeans and rotations in North Carolina over the past few years with a large driver of that being high price. So I do think there's some changing mentality about uh, the priority of soybean in, in rotation and when they're gonna get planted. And so again, if you look at our data for most of our production situations, the optimal planting period is about April 20 to May 20. And there's definitely significant progress that can be made with shifting our full season soybean planting into May. There's still a considerable amount of our full season beans that are getting planted in June. And those could see a benefit of getting planted in May for sure. That's an opportunity to increase yield based on, you know, the historical data that we have. I will say one of the things that our program is really interested in emphasizing is... Just the resiliency of soybeans across planting dates. If you're pushing yield, if you're going for full season beans, our data would indicate you should have those planted by May 20 to maximize yield, but double crop rotations are still very profitable for some of our growers. That's going to mean a planting date of, mid-June or later following wheat. We're also increasingly interested in soybean intensification in terms of how soybeans can fit into more complex rotations like planting behind corn in the same season for example or what are the opportunities of planting two soybean crops in one year. I think that's that type of intensification is not something that we need to think about really necessarily in the very short term in north carolina but as we have more erratic weather i do think we need to be thinking about the flexibility of soybeans to be planted across a diversity of planting dates and how that fits into more intensified grain rotations whether that be two cash crops in one summer or soybeans rotated with other types of winter crops. It's an area that we're definitely interested in investigating in the future because while we've seen the optimal planting period as April 20 to May 20 to maximize yield, we've also seen beans perform quite well in a wide range of planting dates, including planting as late as late July. So I'm very interested in this soybean intensification Piece and how that fits into the rotations of the field.
0: Excellent information. Is there anything you we didn't talk about that you wanted to add here at the end as we're looking to wrap this thing up?
1: I would just emphasize that the data that we've been collecting across planting dates, also with maturity groups and seeding rates, it's a large data set that has become pretty complex to make simple recommendations based on and so what we're moving toward as a team through an NC Plant Sciences Initiative project is to work with computer engineering expertise to develop a grower decision support tool
0: where growers
1: can actually go in and plug in their region of the state and it'll generate a prediction on the best planting date. And if they know their planting date, it'll generate a prediction on the best maturity group and seeding rate to use. And that will allow the farmers in the state to drill down into more specificity about what the optimal planting dates and maturity groups at those planting dates and seeding rates at those planting dates are going to be for their operation. So our goal is to pilot that tool and train growers on using that tool in the winter meetings in 2024 when we conclude our, our final field season of this trial, which will be this year. So please be on the lookout for that tool. It'll help make this complex data set more metabolizable and usable for our farmers
0: we certainly appreciate your time today dr van
1: always a pleasure to be on jacob thank you
0: if you have any questions regarding soybean planting call your local cooperative extension agent and they will be happy to answer any questions if you like this podcast please subscribe and leave a five-star review and as always thanks for listening to crop sense because if it isn't making money it isn't making sense